Welcome to The Real CO. I'm Cindy. And I'm Olivia. And we're here to talk about our truths, our opinions, and our perspective in, in the, the world, world of health. So we're back, we're back, we're back. <laughs> Feels like we were just here. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Some deja vu. Oh, wow. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We got lots to talk about. Um, you know, uh, my daughter had surgery mm-hmm. and she had uh, kneecap dislocate. Yeah. And then it happened again when she was playing tag with her brother. And this time, yep. Yeah, oh, my God. They were playing tag. And if you talk to them, they'll say parkour, they will say extreme tag. But they had made, like, an obstacle course. Well, she went to jump over something and, you know, pivoted, and her kneecap went all the way over and just stayed there. That just makes me hurt. Oh, it's, I get yeah. <laughs> so we hear them all this noise, and, of course, we think they're playing because they've been so loud. And Brandon, my oldest son, comes running and says, Jazz broke her knee. I'm like, what? And I tell my husband, I can't see it. I can't see it. You've got to go. So um, I send him in there, and, you know, I can't look, and he starts <laughs> screaming. Like, is it bad? Is, is, is it, it bad? bad? <laughs> yes. He starts screaming for me, and he's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I can't look. I can't look. And he's like, well, you need to Google it. And I'm like, okay. So I Google, like, what to do when the kneecap gets located. And then I'm just like, take it. Take it. You read. You read. And, um, you know, it was just horrible. My daughter-in-law, like, my grandson's crying because Jazz is crying. Brandon is, my oldest son is, like, giggle laughing because he's a nervous wreck. Kristen is down like she's giving Lamaze. That's my daughter-in-law. You just got to look at me. You just got to breathe. You just got to look at me. You just got to breathe. And Chris is like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I can't see it. Like, it was a horribly So what mess. ended up happening? Um, so what happened was Chris and Brandon put her in the back of Chris's truck. I still can't look. Um, <laughs> and, and like groceries, you know, in the hatch because she can't. You know, so she's crying because that hurt more than anything was them carrying her. So mm-hmm. they're going to the ER. So they go to the ER. I was going to follow. They get there. And Kristen's like, please don't leave me. That was terrible. I'm like, Kristen, it's my daughter, honey. I've got to go. It's my daughter-in-law. <laughs> and she's like, don't leave me. And I'm like, I have to go. <sighs> so by that time, Brandon calls and said only one person can come in. And um, so I couldn't go in anyway. So then I'm on the phone. But by the time they got to the hospital, it had popped back into place. And that's when I kind of knew that we had probably damaged the ligaments at that point. Okay. So hold on. This was prior to this recent surgery. I thought you were talking about after her surgery, she did it again. No, this was. Oh, no. Okay. I was thinking, oh my God. No, this was, and because then at that point, Olivia gets a call. Yes. So you were a part of that night. Okay. So in the meantime, she gets, uh, so Olivia gave us a great referral um, uh, for an orthopedic who apparently is fantastic. Like we had no idea how great he is because from the people that gave us the MRI and from, you know, the surgery center and the therapeutics and everything, they just can't believe that we're working with him. Yeah. I mean, they, I mean, so that's great. Awesome. Um, But she ended up getting a cadaver um, hamstring and, you know, it got put in over to hold her kneecap into place. And she kept just saying, um, I hope that they're an athlete. <laughs> I think, and he was, wasn't he? No, uh, no the, the dead, the. Oh, yeah. they, they get, okay. I thought you were talking about the surgeon. I was well, like, yeah, because that makes a difference. But, I'm telling but you right she, now. you know, she was a little loopy and he came in and she asked that. 
And um, anyway, um, he's like, well, you really don't want him to be an athlete because it's probably worn out. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) You know, but, you know, then on the way home, I'm like, what do you want me to stop at, you know, the pharmacy? And I'm like, what do you want? Do you want to get you anything? Like, what do you need? And the only thing she wanted, which was very odd, she asked for Neapolitan ice cream. And it's a good choice. I was like, what? Like, you haven't ate that since you were five. You haven't eaten that since you were five. And then you got my husband, who it's always about him. I love you. But it is. She's like, what? Is he? she doesn't need that. Nobody likes that. She doesn't need that. I'm like, that's what she asked for. That's what I'm getting. And that's what I did. So we go in. I get the Neapolitan ice cream. We get home. I make her a bowl. She eats it. She passes out. Three days later, I'm like, somebody's got to finish that ice cream. And she's like, what ice cream? I'm like, Remember you asked for Neapolitan ice cream. You ate a bowl. She was like, I don't even remember that. <laughs> and I, so I'm like, well, you got to finish it. She's like, I will. But of all the things, like, I didn't even know she could pronounce that when she was five. And then to remember it all the way until she's 16 was impressive. I was just reminiscing, like, I'm like, did they even make it? I hadn't seen it in forever. <laughs> Besides, you know, at, like birthday parties, you've got a big tub. Yeah, yeah. And so I even actually, because I don't like ice cream. Got a little tasting taste of some old school Neapolitan ice cream that I called Napoleon for years because I obviously <laughs> never read it. So I, mean, I can see that though, <laughs> right? Get, get the Napoleon. <laughs> so anyway, um, anything going on with you? Uh, other than I'm trying to think. No, I've literally been ripping and running. I get up in the morning, my feet hit the ground, and I don't even know how I'm going to get back to my bed that night, but somehow or another, God brings me back there. So I'm like... I love that. I mean, I literally... I've never in my life... This is something... I've never felt so uncomfortable in my life. (laughs) But it's in a good way. I mean, it's like... It has brought me to... I I just never felt like this. I've never felt like this before. But... (laughs) I'm That's just rolling awesome. with it and totally leaning on the Lord for it because I just, I, there's no other explanation as to how I'm How old are you? Surviving. Uh, 34. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is the age when I just totally really transformed my life and started yeah. getting very uncomfortable. You're about ready to just have amazing things happen. I just, it, I'm every, so excited for you. Chad said this the other day. It was, and I was like, that's exactly how this feels. He said, owning your own business. Cause he's, he's been in business on for himself for, for himself for, yeah, several years at this point. But I never realized I always took it for granted because I had my job, which is the secure job. I knew that we were going to be okay because of that. I didn't, I didn't, I never understood the pressure that he actually felt until now. Yes. So he says it's like riding a bike down a hill and your your handlebars are going like this and you're like, I think I'm going to crash, but you're not sure if you're going to crash. It's like right before you crash. It's how you feel constantly. Yes. He's like, but you never actually crash. You just And it's still a rush. It. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And it's still a rush. It's still like, is this fun? Is this fun? I can't tell yet. Like, I promise you, every day I go through periods of like where I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. I'm okay. No, I'm not okay. I'm okay. No, I'm not okay. But the whole time, like in the back of my mind, I really know I'm okay. But there's just those brief moments where I'm like, what am I doing? But I'm glad. I'm glad to be here though, because I, if I didn't go for it, I can't imagine getting to the end of my life and, and not knowing. And just not knowing what would have happened. You know? I, that's the only thing that I wish people could grasp because, you know, not doing something, not trying something. I mean, even if it doesn't work, like you did it, you tried it, you didn't right. sit on the sidelines and wish and hope. I don't, 
I, if I don't ever want to do that, I don't ever want to think I could have worked. I could have done something different. I could have tried a little harder. I could have reached out. I could have, I could have, I don't ever want to think I could have. I don't ever, I want to sit back and be like, I am so proud of everything that we've done because I was uncomfortable and thought I was going to crash over those handlebars all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it makes you stronger. It makes you, I don't know, it's invigorating. Yeah. It's absolute. There's nothing I was reading in one of the, one of obviously a million different books um, that I've read over the last several years. But one of them was talking about how you don't, if there's not, if it's not hard, if it's not scary, then you really you, you're not as proud. Yeah. You know, it's like when you train for um, a mini marathon and then you finish that mini marathon and you've never ran, how proud are you? When you did your first competition, that was tough, mm-hmm. right? Learning and exercising and dieting. But how amazing did you feel afterwards, yeah. right? And it's like starting, like if it's hard, if you're uncomfortable, and that's for all you people out there that have lost weight and have learned how to read and you hit that number on the scale or you get to get off that first prescription, how amazing does it feel? Because we earned that. We worked for that. And that is that was the way I believe we were created. Yeah. That was our, those rewards. And, and the whole time not really knowing if it's going to work out. That's, no. where, that's where I'll tell you what has yes. happened with this whole process is my faith has grown like exponentially like I have no other choice but to fully rely on like God I don't really know where we're going with this but I'm just gonna like just follow your lead and I'm gonna trust that you're gonna work this out that's what you promise you promise that you're gonna work it out for your for you know for the good of those who love you so and that's, that's the truth yep and and another thing that I've you know, talk about the Lord. It's like, I've always promised to do the right and ethical thing. Mm-hmm. I've always promised to do what is right by those that trust me, Yeah, you know, and, and they just keep coming and people just keep finding me yeah. and just like, they'll keep finding you. Um, because when you can truly tra- change someone's life and, um, in a positive and make it better, um, it just, it, it's, I don't know, it, it's, it'll, you'll see, you'll just, you'll just be amazed because you'll get a referral from someone that maybe you haven't talked to or helped or seen in three years. And it's like, oh yeah. And they, they just talked about how you listened to them and how you went over their blood work and how you, you know, and you'll be like, oh my gosh, I haven't seen them. That's because they're so healthy, but that's okay because they have told this person to come and this person, and you will see that. Um, I cannot wait. Um, um It'll be, it's just such an amazing feeling to know that, you know, this is what I've said. I may have said it on these podcasts, but if I haven't, all y'all remind my family. So I've said at my funeral, which, cause I, that's a whole nother, yeah. Have I talked about this? Okay. So at my funeral, now everybody knows I want a big blank canvas and anybody that shows up at the visitation, I want them to stick their finger in a color and thumbprint it. So at the end of the day, anybody's life that I have impacted, my children have this visual of all the different oh, that's lives cool. that's really cool that yeah. their mom was able to have a part in that yeah. that is my ultimate goal for my children is yeah. for for you know everybody that I've impacted on a positive way that's a really good point and, and you think about this journey that we're on even like 
anybody, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're, if you have a goal, if you got whatever goal you're on, it's like, what are you leaving? To me, I think about my kids constantly and the mom guilt is strong right now. Like I, I miss my kids. I'm working constantly. I'm open. I'm open with them though. I tell them these are, this is what I have to do for a little while to get to this point. But that shouldn't be mom guilt because you are teaching them work ethic. That's exactly. And I'm like, what kind of legacy am I trying to leave my kids? I'm leaving them a legacy of hard work pays off. The greater the risk, the greater the reward. And the fact that you, I, this is not me. 100% this is not me. I am dependent. My next breath depends on God. Like, And that's where I want to be. I want to be in that that position constantly in my life. Like so surrendered and humbled and desperate for Him, you know? Yeah, and that is that is what this teaches. It teaches true faith. Yeah, you absolutely. Because you can't have faith without fear. I just, and I post that you can't, like if you're not scared, you know, and, and totally leaning in on God, like, you know, it's okay to have faith, you know, that you're going to stay warm because you paid your electric bill or you, you know, we tend to run to all the other outlets first um, before him. But when you do something like this every day, it's like, Lord, I'm just going to trust in you that you're going to put me in front of the right people. You're going to allow me to meet the right people and you're going to allow me to do the right things. Yeah. I was reminded too. This was not our topic, by the way, but it's At kind all. of morphing into yes. it. I like it. Um, I went on a walk with a friend of mine not too long ago, and, and we are both guilty of being like people pleasers, you know? So one of the things that runs through my mind with this company is that, well, what if I make somebody upset? Or what if I say the wrong thing? Or what if, heaven forbid, I'm human. What if somebody gets hurt? You know, something like that. Those, These are things that go through my mind. But then I'm like... That's, she reminded me, that's vanity too. Like people pleasing is a form of vanity. You're yep. trying to, so I need, I need to let that go. I've kind of let that go quite a bit since I've started this too, but. Yeah, anyway. that's my fourth grade teacher. She, she always, said that? Nope. She always said, what if, what if the Martians land? Anytime <laughs> we were like, but what if this happens? What if the Martians land? Yeah. We were like, oh, you're yeah. right. Okay. So yeah. like, that's all, like there's very few things I remember elementary school but her always telling me or telling anyone well what if the martians land and um you know what if any you know don't let all the what ifs yes stop you because if that's the point no one would ever leave their house oh Nobody analysis paralysis yes analysis paralysis so yep. good you overthink so much just do it just do it another friend was Jump. like do it messy i'm like yeah do it. i'm doing it messy <laughs> doesn't have to look pretty no <laughs> um so somebody made a comment on, on topics on um, one of our feeds. They had a topic. Do you want to tell them what that topic was? Which I could not believe that they said that. Uh, they want to talk about fake coaches. Fake coaches. That was an actual topic somebody asked us to talk about, which is a little scary, right? You talk about people pleasing. How many people is that going to offend? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's oh, just the truth. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. sorry. Pull it over. <laughs> we haven't said that in a uh, while. No, so we are pulling it over today. But, yeah, I, I understand that. Uh, they were actually talking about, you know, all of these. And I'm, I'm not calling out anybody, but this is what they like. The stay-at-home mom, um, social media. Yeah, you know, influencers, influencers, multi-level marketers, yes. like, I, you know, and I have my own theories about, um, I work with a lot of women at their lowest point and that, that's just the truth. Most of y'all know that I get you when you're frustrated, you're at your lowest low and you know, you, so 
for me, I know that my job is to help build you back up, allow you to be more confident and to allow that, which allows you to rally on other women, which is fantastic. But I've never been a big fan of a lot of these groups that, um, you know, when they first started back, I guess, 10 years ago, were all about ab flashing, ab flashing, oh, ab yeah. flashing, yeah, you know, and, and look at me now, look at me now, look at me now, you know. I don't know. I just, uh, it discouraged several of my clients because I don't really watch a lot of it and not on those groups, but they would be leaving a lot of those because mm-hmm. um, they weren't working. They didn't feel good enough. They didn't feel secure enough. And, you know, I know there's women out there that are like, well, that's not my problem. No, but it is mine because I signed up to help them and to love them and to build their confidence back up. So you're right. It is my problem, but that's the reason I never liked them. Um, I never liked those groups. I feel like, you know, we, we, there's such a comparison game and, and that part I never liked, you know, we are created in the image of, of God and we need to learn to love ourselves, and that, you know, isn't helping. And so if someone, um, did some sort of diet program that I probably don't agree with, you know, but you did it and you lost a lot of weight and, you know, now you can encourage your girlfriends to lose a lot of weight um, by making social media posts and this and exercising and this and doing this smoothie and this shake all, you know, the thing is you need to realize that not everybody's the same and that sometimes it's only going to work for you, you know, and, and honestly, I would hate to have to have my body on social media all the time. That would be so hard. Like I would constantly feel like I would have to have my makeup done. My hair would have to be done. I can't have a scratch here. I would have to look a certain way. Like I can't live like that. Oh my gosh. Half the time I have food on my face. Like we've been here. I've been here all day. You've been gone. You know, I'm just like, I ran out to my car to get a little bit of powder and it obviously (laughs) did not help. You know, it's just like, whatever I tried. So like, I don't want to live under a microscope. And I feel like, um, like the, these fake coaches, they end up a lot of times they give a lot of wrong advice, um, because they're really not educated outside of what they did. So that's the problem. Um, but then again, you have all of these people that are listening to them. So, yeah, you know, I just think, but then also think that it sets up unrealistic expectations for the people that are following. Like, for example, if you have somebody that's lost a significant amount of weight in a short amount of period, oh my or a short, gosh. Like a short I amount said. of time, I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's like that's Wrong. first off, we've talked about this before, it'll stop at some point, and it's just not, that's not the way you're talking about, this should be the your whole entire, your whole entire life, so you're going to live out of these little boxes, and these shakes, and these detoxes, and these subscriptions, for your whatever, your whole entire life. Like just doesn't work. It doesn't. Doesn't so. work. And so the other thing is, you know, with coaches, you've also got a lot of people that just exercise, right? And 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 they'll show things like that online. Oh, that's and, a good point. And my thing is again, that's a genetic. Like you have slow twitch, you got fast twitch muscles. You literally don't know which which fibers are running through your body where. You can't do the you can't like we were we were talking on our last podcast. My arm length is crazy long. Mm-hmm. So I have a friend, she did natural bodybuilding. She is like barely five foot. Mm-hmm. 
Who do you think is going to build muscle? She definitely is. Yes. And it looks amazing on her, but it's, she has less of a pull. And it's the same thing I teach people when I'm trying to teach them to do pull-ups unassisted. It's like the longer your arm, honey, (laughs) we're going to use a band a little bit longer. And it's okay, right? But everyone is different. Form is different. Changing your footing is different. Some people genetically build more muscle in other areas than other people. We were talking about that too. And depending on where your hormone levels are, let's say that, you know, you're testosterone dominant as a female due to some things going on with you. Um, Obviously, some of the moves that thinner women are doing may not be the best option for you because you're borderline low um, progesterone, maybe some high testosterone. Like, so you need to train a different way. And the problem is, is that that's not what's happening. Or maybe the consistency isn't there. You know, a lot of times people are doing, I I don't mind a split when you first start exercising, but if you're truly wanting to gain that juicy booty, like everybody's out there, how many times are you really doing glutes? Yeah. How often are you doing it? Are you eating to build it? That what is your metabolic yes. rate. Like, yes, and, you. and, you know, you might tighten and tone and, and that's great. But to really live and breathe by someone who has not been schooled on different genetics, body types. I mean, let's say you're on even different prescriptions affect what's going on with, with how you eat and your moods and your sleep patterns. Like, I don't know. It's just, it bothers me because most of the time, by the time I get someone, they are, they have tried all the things. They've been a part of all the things. They'll ask me, well, don't you know this person, this person, and this person? No, I don't. I am too busy fixing mm-hmm. people to look around at what others are doing. Um So, no, I don't. I think there are times where you need a coach. Yes. Um, And honestly, shows are one. Yeah. Oh, I think so. 100%. When you are having to do... It's extreme. Yeah. Like extreme changing your body and doing... um, Because that's that's a type of um, sport, right? Mm -hmm. So you need a coach for a sport. Right. Whether it's motocross whether it is cheerleading, whether it is, you know, bodybuilding, whatever it is, you need a coach. But these online coaches are a little different. Mm -hmm. And I feel like anybody and everybody is is doing and saying and trying things. And the problem is, and these influencers, the problem is, is that it's making my job a little bit harder because I have to feed through the fluff. Yes. You know, I have to feed through all that fluff and walk them back um, and, and, and through all of that, sometimes you just really screw up your metabolism. That's, that's my biggest beef with it is like the metabolism being completely wrecked. And then it's like, okay, so it just makes it so much harder to go back and try to correct. I feel like if they're, if they're constantly, and the other thing we've talked about this before too, is that if you don't sit at like a maintenance for a little while and you're constantly restrict, restrict, restrict because that's all you see on social media or these coaches or influencers or whatever, then you're never going to achieve that dream body that you need or that you want. You have to eat at a maintenance or even even a little bit more to build the muscle so that way going forward you can. Well, and that's part of part of the things that they're missing too. I agree with that because so many people are looking at these coaches for weight loss. Yes, yes. And it's such a normal thing. It is. It's that. I mean, that's what it is. But the problem is, is with that. It's there's a process. And okay, so we. I have done 
thank you, Olivia, more in bodies. <laughs> like I feel like all I do is in bodies, in bodies, in bodies. Like, I'm, but the problem is, is that I can, the, the, the ones with the lowest um, metabolic rate are those whose le- lower body is under a hundred percent. And some of those people I work with, and so I will say, you know, you know, um, I had one specifically. She had an upper body injury, so she didn't want to stop training. She knew herself, so we're cycling, and you could you couldn't use your upper body, mm. so you're doing primarily lower body, mm-hmm. right? And I'm trying to cycle, and I'm trying to do these things, but the problem with that is that was all she had used for oh my gosh months. Yeah. Months. Yeah. And you have to do slow twitch, fast twitch, slow twitch, fast twitch. And you have to be careful because that you're going to, she's going to injure her knee. She's going to. And so the problem was, is that she had lost like 3%, which I was extremely happy that it was only 3% in her legs. She was still over a hundred because she was like, why are you having like, that's all you've used. Yeah. You are burning it out. Yes. And so I was so excited that that was it because your number one metabolic rate is your legs. And so, you know, I see this stuff online. A lot of it's HIIT training and it oh, makes my head hurt no, me. so hard. It makes my head hurt. And if you're dealing with PCOS, like I try to tell everybody, please don't do HIIT at all. Don't do HIIT. You're already, your hormones are already, you need a mild, yes. moderate training method to where you're lifting heavy. You're doing a nice steady pace cardio on your off days because- mm. Uh, you're you're going to create a. You need your cortisol levels to fall. Down. Thank you. Down. And if you are doing stress, a, a workout that stresses your body, like hit. Yep. Yep. It's not going to happen. Raise it up. Yep. Yeah. So. so anyway, so that is our take on fake coaches. So you know, I I don't. If your authority comes from you losing weight, I'm so proud of you, but you got to remember that's not an authority. I'm just, I'm grateful. You need to be an encourager mm-hmm. um, that you can do it, find a way, but just remember your way is probably not the only way. And I really, I do, I pray that your metabolism is, it will stay strong in your fifties. I pray that um, you are putting on muscle. I pray that you did it the right way, but a lot of times from what I've seen, with containers and, you know, these little containers and these little shakes and, you know, these little at home, at home, at home, high hit intensity workouts. And, you know, not that I'm against home workouts. I love, I like for people to do that, but there's, there's also, and, and what's great is Olivia, she worked out at home, but she, she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't have a TV. I have exactly. I'll tell you what I have in my gym. I have a squat rack. I do have a cable machine, but primarily I use my squat, my power tower, because I focus on power tower, <laughs> compound movements, the simple stuff. Yep. I really yes. am. So. so those are the things like if, you know, so, you know, I, I don't know, e- even with weight loss, it's not, it, it is not, it's a simple process, mm-hmm. unfortunately, but it it's is. not a simple topic. Right. To, to, you know, it is a simple process. It really is. I'm glad you said that. Um, and that's, I want to say, as far as like uh, with Elevate Wellness goes, you know, I'm hesitant to even throw that out there. Everyone's like, you need to get into medical weight loss. I'm like, I hate that term. I hate medical weight loss. I'm like, because everybody comes in and they expect to just drop the weight when really we probably need to sit for a minute and go back to repriming your metabolism and maybe put on a little bit of weight. Maybe you need to do yeah, that. And that's what like, 
you know, we talked about the peptides on the last episode. What's so crazy is that that's one of the reasons that I want to do the peptides because it's not like it's restricting my calories and then I have to cycle off of it. Like you did phenamine. Yeah. You know, like, um, and there are still people out there taking Phenermine. No, I just can't. And they're taking Adderall. Like, that's the new drug of choice. Yeah. Let's just. That is the new weight loss drug of choice. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. It's a black market. Adderall keeps you from eating. Oh, my gosh. And then all of a sudden, everything just stops working and then we have to fix it. But we're here. (laughs) We'll be here when you're ready. We'll be here when you're ready. (laughs) And then you have to actually trust the process. I know, which which you know what? We'll handhold you through that and do some therapy. But yeah, so fake coaches, I know that was probably a little bit. And I do want to hit on like fake supplements too, just because I think it goes kind of in with the fake coaches, but more on the guy angle. Like, you know, like fake testosterone. Do you kind of want to throw it in there real fast? And we'll we'll let Chris kind of give his beat on that. But like, let's talk about that because I'm so scared that I'm going to find people in the parking lot because they bought something out of Skanky Hankies, you know, (laughs) uh, back trunk, you know? Right, right. I I just think uh, definitely you don't just buy it from a credible source, which would be a good compound pharmacy, one that is checked, very clean. Honestly, these things, people make this stuff in their garages. (laughs) Like You don't want to inject that. And then they wonder why they're having side effects like this horrible acne and stuff. Number one, because you're overdosing. Number two, because you're not using clean ingredients. Or you have titties. (laughs) Yeah, I have had that happen. Your estrogen level goes through the roof. Yes. Yeah, so just listen. Come in, let somebody manage it, check your labs, and do it the right way. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, because men don't go losing your hair, getting your acne, getting a third nipple, <laughs> your boobies. But yeah, it'll happen. You know, you and you know, you can wear a sports bra in here. <laughs> it's kind of rough. <laughs> it's kind of rough. So, oh um, yeah. So yeah, just no fake. You know, fake, fake. Uh, Body enhancers mm-hmm. either, please don't. If it comes in and, you, you know, the label's from China, like, mm-hmm. you know, you might be, if it's from Wuhan, just watch <laughs> out. <laughs> Chris, do you want to talk about your experience? And we can. Okay. Sorry, I'm tired. But, uh, no, I was a little nervous. I saw Olivia. I was like, I think patient number one, first day. You were. I was. I was number one. And, uh, no, she got me all. Drew my blood. I think it, she took like 10 things. I didn't have no blood left. <laughs> Big old bruise in my arm. I didn't know. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. I did send her a, uh, she got me on, What I don't even know what it's called. What, you're, you, you're on a bioidentical cream. Right. I'm on a cream because I'm, I'm not doing <laughs> the needles. She's giving me the needles and giving Chris the cream. That's right. right. <laughs> I'm on a cream and uh, put on my arm. And uh, the, after the first I did, I found like the most random photo on in, uh, on Google Images. I was like, what did you do to my arm? It was like this big O. It's like falling off. Falling off. But I, I, I feel so much better. I have more energy. And uh, I don't know. I'm We're the same age. I'm 34. And uh, I was just tired. I know work. We, we run around. But like I just had no motivation. Just tired. I was I just wanted to eat. And I was just. But now I feel like I, I got more energy she's got me in some other medicine stuff too with what not only was good vitamins and stuff i was taking that cindy's got me on so <laughs> um but no, i'm glad to be on it and so far it's helped me out we'll go back and 
I think a couple more weeks. Yeah. And uh, uh, we'll do my labs again and see where I'm at. Right. Yep. I want to like terribly low, but I was just low enough where she thought I needed to Boost. do something. We needed to. Yeah. So in, a high end and a low end. Yeah. And, well, it's interesting that that you brought up a good point. And uh, in general practice, typically someone would see your labs and think, oh, well, you fall within this normal range. But you... You have to be trained to be able to look, okay, so here's normal, okay, but how are you feeling? So you don't, you're not treating a number, you're treating your patient. Yeah. So if your patient's coming in, they have suboptimal levels. They're in the normal, but they're not optimal, and then they're complaining of these symptoms. Replace it. Yep. Yes. Replace 100%. it and then, then recheck. what happened. Yeah. Yes. You, you test, you treat, you recheck, and you go from there. So, I mean, I don't know who came up with the low averages, but if you look at that range, a lot of times like with your um, testosterone, especially with your thyroid, it's like, who picked these ranges? And it ranges, It's every lab is different. That's the other thing too, is like you can't just... You know, this lab may be different than this lab as far as their normal reference it's range like is. like 0.1 to 14. Yeah. There's your range. Oh, yeah. And that's what I mean. I'm like, okay, I'm 0.2. I could be at the 14. Yeah. I, I, I want to be at 14. Well, you're still normal. I don't feel normal. I'm a 0.2, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, like, yeah. that's the irritating part. It's like you could help a little, Yeah. you know? And, you know, that being said, you have course, to stay somewhat. that's my theory. That, that's Cindy's. That's like, <laughs> fix me now. You know. You do have to stay somewhat legal. So if someone <laughs> comes into me and they're that like. That was Cindy that said that. Okay, that was not Olivia. <laughs> Their testosterone's <laughs> through the roof, but they're that's like, I, I don't I have need the more. prescription yeah. pad. I, I need more of that stuff. I'm like, it's, <laughs> I'm making it in my trunk. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> If I come in, I start scratching my neck. I'm like, I need more of that cream. Yeah. <laughs> then can you check my nipple size? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Stuff uh, Cindy handed me. Yeah. All right. It's a placebo. Like, I didn't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no uh, she was real careful. She's like, now you know, you can contact you know my wife, my kids, my wife. I had to be real careful. You know, if I leave it on the counter, they get into it. You know, my wife starts growing a mustache. It's all Olivia's fault. <laughs> She's so all paired on boobs. Right. That's 2022 for you. Uh, and it is. Like, just, you can identify for us whatever you want now. Right. Go see yeah. Olivia. She'd take care of you. That's right. But no, one thing I want to talk about too, I didn't realize uh, there was one level on there, I guess, for diab- you know, my, to be diabetic. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I was my knocking on the door and toe was in. On the frame, right? Yes, I told so you that. Glad yeah. that you yeah. found that out, you so were, I so. can make you feel guilty now. All right. So on that, that is important. So, so. Uh, I was get my large diet coke now instead of regular. No, you just <laughs> nope. Water, sir. Water is Sustain. what you need. Sustain. I got that. Fiber. I got fiber. all that. <laughs> yeah. So I guess we're gonna do our gas station goodie. Yeah. So we have a. A different one. We're, we're, we're going to share this one, and then we're not sharing that one because I've tasted that one. Oh, okay. Um, but we're going to share this one. You want to do this one first? Yes. Okay. It's Okay, so I found this at the gas station in the cooler section. Okay. Oh, it's not 150 calories. It's 90 calories, and it is 15 grams of protein, and it's ready to eat. It's called Bold Bites. It's Parmesan garlic seasoned chicken breast dices. How amazing is that? Nice. So I'm scared it's going to be wet, and we're going to have to, like, touch it with our finger, and it's going to be wet. And, and How long has it been out? Is it? Are you nervous? Soluble? Is that what? 
We'll have food poisoning tomorrow. <laughs> right. It's Call Olivia. Chicken <laughs> bites. Chicken bites. Mm. They're so cold. Mm-hmm. I kept them in the fridge. Yeah. yeah. Those are they really good. They were like in my trunk with the <laughs> fake testosterone. <laughs> mm. Those are really good. 90 yep. calories. They were $1.50. I'll give this one a thumbs up. Mmm. So good. Mm-hmm. That's how you gotta eat that one. Oh, am I doing this one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so this one is. That one's all yours. A maple and pepper beef jerky, uh, craft pork stick. It's a pork stick. Pork stick. So it's, it's from Big Pork, Big Fork, which is amazing. It's a smaller, um, I ordered them from Green Bean Delivery. Oh, okay. So it's a smaller farm, no antibiotics. Nice. So good. They do small batches. So you're supporting. Local? Yeah. Uh-huh. Cool. So this is 7 grams of protein, 60 calories. I don't know what the other stuff is. It's pretty much all protein. Okay. It's low calorie. But it's maple, so she may not like it. It's a little sweet. And it's a little different. It's different. The texture is definitely different. You can tell it's pork. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's pork. Mm-hmm. It's not... Um, it's not bad. I would take me, it just took me off guard a little bit. <laughs> I heard that face on instant replay. <laughs> I know. If you want to see a funny face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's because it's. It's warm. a little bit more soft. Like yes. chewy. She hasn't figured it out yet. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not bad. I mean. It's not the chicken. It's definitely not the chicken. The chicken is really I like good. those because they're. I will take this sucker. Uh, I should let you have the Thai oh. green chili. I will eat like I like to have multiple options for food at one time, so I feel like I'm <laughs> eating more, and that is part of my multiple options. <laughs> <laughs> and you always have to have food with you. So, oh my gosh, right? And I, those are easy. I am horrible about that. Like Chad gets mad at me all the time. He's like, "How many bags do you need whenever you leave the house?" I'm like, "Well, I got my food bag, I got my work bag, I got my water bag." And you know what? When it people it goes are everywhere hungry. They're not mad no more. No. do You don't want to see me hangry. I promise. Well, then my family wants to eat my food. So yeah. I make sure I take them food so they right. don't eat my food. And, you know, that's, that's part Cindy of it. Cindy has, like, her pet. She's got, like, a padlock on her. You her know pantry. what they need to create? This is my next car. Whoever, if you're a car manufacturer tuning in, please do A cooler? This. I need a refrigerator. They make, those cool- they make those coolers that you can plug in your cigarette lighter. I want it in my... I want it in. I want it in so this thing. Just, like, yes. Right. Middle thing. I don't even use this middle thing. I would like food yes. in that middle thing. Yeah. All that ends up in there is your trash anyway. Yes. So let's, you know... Yeah, but then your let's battery... Let's make that the cooler. Yeah. The, the console. The middle armrest console. Any manufacturers. Um, Elon. Elon. Yeah. Musk. Yeah, right exactly. There. This needs to be... Yeah. With the water, water on tap. I'm, I'm still waiting on Starlink, Elon. So at the, at the homestead. So... <laughs> To make up for that, you can give me a, a cooler, cooler in my rest. I will, I will get another car if somebody does that. <laughs> uh, yes, I will. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, I hope that um, we did not offend a lot of you all. Um, but, yeah, we really got that topic. And I didn't even get into, like, schooling because I felt like that was kind of rude. What, to like, blast out your credentials? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, because, you know. You're credentialed. I, that is the whole point. But, I mean, I, I like the encouraging part of the coaches, but I don't like the the fact that they've had zero schooling in any of that, and then they want to talk like that's the way to do it. So just be the encourager. Be the one that lifts people back up. And, you know, sometimes you can 
you can do that just without being a coach. <laughs> right. A coach. You're so, doing a great job. Yeah, doing yeah. a great job. Good job. Keep it up. Well, be sure to like, share, and comment. Share your topics. As usual, we're open-minded. Um, and then if we said something you like, let us know. If we said something you don't like, let us know. We'll be glad to give, um, give our feedback. Yep. All right. Bye. Bye. Stop with a break set. I give him that ditty bop. Like, take that, take that, take that, take that. I'ma put in work. I'ma do that ASAP. 